Good morning and welcome to the Proactive IT Cybersecurity Daily number 290. It is Monday, January 25th, 2021. I'm your host, Scott Cumbar, and imagine being hacked using your own zero day. This podcast is brought to you by Nuage Tech, a client-focused and security-minded IT consultant based in Central Connecticut. You can visit us at nuagetech.com. That's N-W-A-J-Tech.com. Good morning. Happy Monday. Yet another week begins in the exciting year of 2021. I know you're all excited to get this week started to see what comes with it. Wherever you're listening to this, if you could like, share, comment, or review, that would be great if you do. I promise that I will continue recording. If you don't, well, I'm still going to record. So, And if you're in a HIPAA compliant business, you can go to Facebook and or LinkedIn, type get HIPAA compliance into the search and join the group. Don't really have any HIPAA news today, so I'm sure we'll make up for it later this week. So let's jump into the news. All right, first up on threat post, Amazon Kindle remote code execution attack starts with an email. So essentially it's called Kindle Drip. A security researcher, Blue Hat hacker found it and was awarded $18,000 from the Amazon bug bounty program. So good for him. His name is Yogev Baran. Uh, researcher at Real Mode Lab. So good for him. He made cool 18K on that. But um, it was a series of vulnerabilities, three in total, that that amount to this Kindle Drip attack. And it starts with an email claiming to be an ebook. The ebook was malicious and triggers some of the Kindle's e readers. Um, JPEG XR coding, um, which is a is an image, obviously. So it'll be a malicious image, a malicious JPEG XR image. The image is parsed, and malicious code now runs as root, which then opens up, uh, starts a buffer overflow, and then opens up a shell code, um, and then allows for a hacker to potentially compromise your Kindle and I think steals some financial information possibly because there is um, I did read somewhere that there was some financial potential loss for for people that use Kindle e-readers now it says Kindle e-readers I don't know if that includes the Kindle fires there's a picture here of a Kindle e-reader the difference is the e-readers are the ones with the you know the, the that are specifically designed for you to read ebooks whereas the fires have the Kindle fires have other stuff that you do on them you know you can play games or watch videos and so forth it says the Kindles with firmware version 5.13.2 or below are the ones that impacted that Amazon has addressed the vulnerability with firmware version 5.13.4 so make sure you are on the most recent version for your Kindle e-reader uh, you may have heard this is also on thread post, but it's been seen pretty much all over the internet. ADT Tech hacks home security cameras to spy on women. So an ADT employee, uh, his name is Telesforo Aviles, worked out of the Dallas area, would install ADT security systems into people's homes, and if he felt the woman was attractive in the home, he would add his email account. And give his email account access to the cameras and so forth, the video feeds, so that he could spy on them. And in total, he spied, he had access to roughly 200 accounts and viewed 
the cameras at least 9,600 times without consent over a four and a half year period. He has pled guilty, was immediately fired by ADT, um, pled guilty and is looking at five years in prison. ADT is working with all of the, the victims on this to try to make things right. Discord stealing malware, also on ThreatPost Discord. Stealing malware invades NPM packages called the Cursed Grabber. Malware has infiltrated the open source software code repository. So Discord is sort of a GitHub for open source coding. Um, but it's also used for by you know by gamers and streamers and things like that. Um, does part of it um, part of Discord to function? In order for Discord to function properly, there are bots that are used and that are AI, artificial intelligence, and you know to teach you uh, how to do things and the rules and so forth. Well, so that somehow they were involved in brand jacking. Somebody used a bot to generate fake download counts for packages to make them appear more popular to potential users. Um, the packages that were downloaded were uh, had malicious content built into them. So it was named Anon-Chat-Lib, Discord-Fix, and Sonatype. Sonatype all published by SCP-173-Deleted and were available for downloaded. They use brand jacking and typo squatting, meaning they use, you know, instead of PayPal spent p spelled P-A-Y-P-A-L, it mean, might be P-A-Y-P-A-1 as an example. So that's typo squatting, uh, brand jackings, you know, using a brand to mask that you're really malicious in nature. So if you're on Discord, be aware of that. Um, you know, stay safe. <clears throat> On um, Bleeping Computer, another ransomware gang now uses DDoS attacks to force victims to pay. So let's just—I'm just gonna—I'm just gonna tell you everything ransomware does now. So at one time, ransomware would encrypt everything on your computer, say pay us some money, and that'd be the end of it. You pay, or you could restore from backups, and you never hear from them again. If you pay, they would hopefully decrypt it. And they didn't ask for a lot, a few hundred dollars here or there, whatever it might be. Uh, today, they don't. That's, that is not how they operate anymore. Now they, they compromise your network. They may stay on your network. We've seen cases where they've been on your network for six, eight, nine months, over a year. In the case of, of uh, SolarWinds, it was even more than a year. And um, they will steal your data, exfiltrate your data. They will... Um, install other malware, they will install other backdoors, they will install all kinds of stuff to to ensure that they have control for as long as possible and when they finally do hit you with the ransomware then they say so all your files are encrypted if you attempt to restore, restore from backup now they will hit you with a denial, distributed denial of service attack so that your network is basically non-functioning while you're trying to restore from backups. Well, you can't restore from a backup if your network is down because of a distributed denial of service attack. So they're adding more and more uh, to their attacks in order to um, ensure that they get paid. So now you have the threat of leaked data. Now you have the threat of distributed denial of service. Um, so it's getting to, to a point where if you just not, if, if you are not doing your best to mitigate the ransomware risk 
you're probably going to be and you will probably going to end up spending money you will end up spending money either way you will have to spend it either on re remediation or you will spend it on paying a ransomware gang but in reality you're probably going to spend it on both um, also bleep computers windows 10x we mentioned windows 10x a few weeks ago uh, it's a, supposed to be a streamlined version of windows 10 that's coming out this spring allegedly for some devices it's supposed to be a uh, I guess a like more of an entry-level Windows 10 but they're going to have something called anti-theft protection and measure designed to prevent thieves from wiping and reusing stolen devices so Apple's had this for a little while if you steal the device it becomes a brick essentially um, sounds like the Windows 10x will have similar feature where uh, you would have to sign in with a Microsoft account previously associated with the device or enter the PIN before the device can be reset and used as new. Otherwise, it probably becomes a brick. And I don't know why that wouldn't already be in Windows 10 to begin with, but um, it will be in Windows 10X when it does come out. Uh, Intel hack, this is on Bleepy Computer, Intel says hackers stole unpublished earnings info from corporate site. Supposedly they found a infographic with their corporate earnings for fourth quarter and for the year of 2020 and stole it um, I don't know how I mean other than the fact that hackers were on their network which is never a good sign it doesn't really impact Intel t too much because they were going to release that information anyway uh, but they were confidential documents and they were stolen by a hacker I don't know if anything else will come of that if they stole anything else but we'll see and finally, we've probably heard of this too, if you, especially if you're in the IT community. SonicWall Firewall Maker hacked using zero day in its VPN device. This is on Bleepy Computer, but this was all over the news, I believe early in the weekend. This was posted Saturday, so I, I think that's when I learned of it. But I believe it was discovered on Friday. Security hardware manufacturer SonicWall has issued an urgent security notice about threat actors exploiting a zero day vulnerability and their VPN products to perform attacks on their internal systems. So in other words, they had v their own VPN product, which, you know, if you make it, you should use it, um, and had a zero-day vulnerability, and some hackers compromised it. SonicWall is a well-known manufacturer of hardware firewall devices, VPN gateways, and network security solutions, whose products are commonly used in SMB, SME, and large enterprise organizations. On Friday night, SonicWall released an urgent advisory stating that hackers used a zero-day vulnerability in their secure mobile access, SMA for short, VPN device and its net extender VPN client in a sophisticated attack on their internal systems. Recently, SonicWall identified a coordinated attack on its internal systems by highly sophisticated threat actors exploiting probable zero-day vulnerabilities on certain SonicWall secure remote access products. State SonicWall's security notice published late Friday night. SonicWall is currently investigating what devices are affected by this vulnerability. Below is the current status of the investigation. Vulnerable devices include NetExtender VPN client version 10.x released in 2020, utilized to connect to SMA100 series appliances and SonicWall firewalls, secure mobile access version 10.x running on SMA200, SMA210, SMA400, SMA410, physical appliances and the SMA 500V virtual appliance not affected sonic wall firewalls all generations of sonic wall firewalls are not affected by the vulnerability impacting the devices we just listed no action is required from customers or partners 
NetExtender VPN client while we previously communicated NetExtender 10.x as potentially having a zero day. That has now been ruled out. It may be used with all SigningWall products. No action is required from customers or partners. Um, SMA 1000 series, this product line is not affected by this incident. Customers are safe to use SMA 1000 series and their associated clients. No action is required from customers or partners. SonicWall, SonicWave APs, no action is required from customers or partners. Still being investigated. SMA 100 series, this product remains under investigation for vulnerability. However, we cannot issue the following guidance on deployment use cases. Or we can issue the following guidance on deployment use cases. Current SMA 100 series customers may continue to use NetExtender for remote access with the SMA 100 series. We have determined that this use case is not susceptible to exploitation. We advise SMA 100 series administrators create specific access rules or disable virtual office and HTTPS administrative access from the internet while we continue to investigate the vulnerability. So if you're accessing management side of things for the SMA 100, you should disable that for now. SMA, our secure mobile access, is a physical device that provides VPN access to internal networks, while the NetExtender VPN client is a software client used to connect to compatible firewalls that support VPN connections. SonicWall states that the customers can protect themselves by enabling multi-factor authentication on affected devices and restricting access to devices based on whitelisted IP addresses. Um, so that was the joke in and I've used that word joke for very loosely because it was the brunt of the joke I guess in a, a bunch of IT forums that everybody was going to have to work extra hard anybody who was using SonicWall uh, would have to work extra hard to whitelist IP addresses for their clients um, well, there you have it uh, if you are using SonicWall you need to address it immediately um, You know, these things continue to happen, I guess. It's sad that it, they were they were exploited by their own zero day. They should have addressed it. That is going to do it for this edition of the Proactive IT Cybersecurity Daily. So until tomorrow, stay healthy, stay safe, and stay secure.